What's going on, everyone? Do you want to make more money betting player prop parlays? If so, you've got to check out Thrive Fantasy. What they do at Thrive Fantasy is lock in parlay prices. So you can parlay player props together on almost every other sports book available and not get as good a payout as they pay with Thrive Fantasy. Seriously, with, with fixed prices, that's what you get. Consistent, best payouts in the entire industry. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Make more money today betting the same bets you would make anywhere else. Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD when you're signing up. That's a SBD for uh, Sports Betting Daily. You're going to get a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. Thrive Fantasy, promo code SBD. Also want to thank Better Edge. Better Edge allows everyone out there to bet VIG free. So if you want to start betting without that pesky minus 110, I recommend signing up with Better Edge. Online, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Make more money and have more fun betting VIG free. BetterEdge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free $20. That's Better Edge, promo code SBD. What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we on a Wednesday? Hump day? Happy hump day? Uh, I don't know if you... Do they say that anymore? Like, do the youngsters say hump day, or has that been ruled out of society for whatever reason? Because humping is not good, (laughs) or whatever it would be. I don't know, but uh, that's what you call it. For all the youngsters out there, which I hope there's not too many youngsters listening to a sports gambling show... But uh, yeah, that's what hump day was. It's, it's Wednesday, right? It's middle day in the week, kind of. So is it the middle day in the week? I'm getting on a whole thing here, which no one probably wants to hear, but it, does the week start on Monday? Because if the week starts on Monday, hump day should be on Thursday because it ends on Sunday. If the week starts on Sunday, hump day should actually be today because this is the exact middle of the week. But the way I look at it, the week starts on Monday. So hump day should actually be Thursday. Huh. That's like a new thing I'm going to start putting out there. Anyway, what's going on, everyone? Sorry about that opening, like, minute or whatever. Sorry about that opening, like, uh, minute or whatever, but uh, happy Wednesday. What's going on? How's your week so far? On today's show, we are going to continue yesterday's topic of closing line value. I think this is a very important topic, and, I mean, frankly... You know, we do a show every single day. I don't I don't think two days is even enough for this. But yesterday, a bit of an intro. Today, we'll kind of tie things together with closing line value. And this is something that we'll talk about uh, a lot moving forward. I, it's funny. Putting together these shows, you know, yesterday and today, I, I realized I haven't talked much about this on, on this podcast at all. But it is really important. So uh, just to recap, closing line value, the definition of closing line value uh, it, it it refers to how valuable any given bet is in relation to the closing line. So when you compare your bet to whatever the line closes at, uh, that is the closing line value. And it's usually referred to in cents, as, as a lot of us know. And remember, Wednesdays are uh, a little bit more advanced, so I'm expecting a little bit more advanced betters to be listening today from yesterday. So I'm not going to really take that slow, soft approach with everything, because I'm assuming that we all understand you know, what the closing line is and things like that. But again, it's the value that you have against the closing line. And even though it's not the only way to determine value, 
it's the it's the way to determine what the market perceives your value to be. I think it's very important. And in general, over the long run, the market is pretty efficient. So by definition, in general, over the long run, if you're beating that efficient market, that's a good indication that you are a winning sports better. So closing line value is important. I think some people maybe make too big of a deal of, over it, but it's it's important. You know, if you're beating closing lines, I think that's actually more important than winning and losing. I know it sounds crazy, but that's my take on it. So closing line value is important, but I mentioned this last week and I want to go into in some detail about why closing line value uh, it's not created equally throughout different sports. And this is a problem that some people have. Some people think that if they beat the line by, uh, let's say, uh, 20 cents in college baseball, that's the same as beating the line by 20 cents in the NFL. And that's simply not the case. The bigger the market, aka uh, the NBA, the NFL, the more efficient the market, the harder that market is to beat. The smaller the market, aka college baseball or uh, second division of English soccer, the smaller the market is and the easier that market is to beat. That's why at this point in my career, I haven't, I mean, I, I still don't bet that much NFL. And the reason is really, I'm not going to go in a whole lot of detail on this, but the real reason for that is the limits. My limits are still, I'm still plenty good making a bet for a couple hundred bucks and being fine with it, right? So a lot of people don't bet the NFL till they have to, at least professionally. But either way, the NFL closing line value is actually a more telling more indicative indicator than let's say college baseball. Okay. We should trust an NFL closing line a whole lot more than a college baseball closing line. And I think this comes down to two reasons why this is the first, like I mentioned limits limits dictate a lot of what goes on in the sports betting world. Uh, many, many professionals out there, professionals, syndicates, people who do this for a living, they don't bother betting the NHL because you can't get a bet down on a lot of websites for like more than $1,000. And for a lot of people out there, it's not worth their time. So they just don't bet hockey. They just don't bet soccer. It's not worth it because they can't get a bet down that's worth it to them. So, and you may say, what are you talking about? $1,000? not worth it for $1,000? No, for a lot of people in, in, in groups out there, it's not. I mean, that is pennies for a lot of people. So it's not worth it at all. I mean, I remember Billy Walters reading one of his books or a book about him. You know, if he couldn't get a bet for fifteen to 20000 in the late 90s on, you know, college football, he it wasn't worth his time. We're talking $20,000 a bet. So, you know, it matters. When you talk about syndicates, professionals getting money down, the higher the limits, the better the betters, the, the more... Uh, successful the sports bettors you're going to attract. So higher limits actually mean bigger markets, which means more money in that market, which means more attention on that market. Okay. And when you have a lot of smart bettors betting in these markets, you can assume that equals efficiency. Okay. This all equals efficiency. The higher the limits mean bigger markets, means more money, means smarter bettors, means more attention to that market, AKA it's going to be a lot more tight than let's say college baseball. Okay. So higher limits in the NFL compared to very low limits in college baseball. I don't know if you can get a $500 bet down in Vegas right now on any college baseball game. Okay. So it's just not that right there shows you that the efficiency for these lower level sports, actually, it's not really there. That's why I like it as well. Because if markets are inefficient, as long as you can be right more than not, you're going to get some good opportunities. Now, there's some things I miss for the next reason we're going to talk about. But in general, if you have lower limits, 
You're not going to have as much money. You're not going to have as smart or as many betters. There's just not going to be that much attention on those markets. So that's the first reason. The limits have a big deal to do with why like the NFL closing line value is more important than the uh, college baseball closing line value. The next reason is information. In the NFL, pretty much every and all the information that could be available is available. I mean, everything is public in the NFL. We know injuries. We know what the running back ate for dinner last night. I mean, we know everything in the NFL. There are no secrets. There is no insider information. And that's simply not the case in college sports and in English soccer and things like that, where there's not a whole lot of information out there. I mean, look, if you're going to bet the Mexican Premier League, Liga MX, good luck finding anything on those injuries or what's going on or travel. Or, I mean, you, you, you can't find anything. I mean, I even try and I mean, I, I am translating articles. I'm doing all that I can do. I'm, I'm, it's hard to find information in that league. Okay, so by definition, when the information is not available, how the hell are we supposed to know on what to bet? If we know that the the backup running back for the Broncos has a tweaked knee, that's going to impact our handicap. If we don't know any injuries for a soccer team, how are we supposed to ever bet that game smartly and, and, and profitably? And so, you know, that is, look, that is actually one thing that I think is a strength of mine, that when there's not as much information out there, I actually like it because I think I'm good at pricing uncertainty. Okay, that's just one thing that I do well. But in general, if you're looking at market efficiency, no, you're going to get a way more efficient market in the NFL than you are in college baseball. So that's why closing line value matters differently in different sports. If you're betting the NFL, that is, I mean, you should be, that, that is pretty critical. Okay, if you're only betting like the NFL and the NBA, that is crucial. You need to be beating the line, be you know, beating the closing line a lot of the time if you're going to be a winning better. Okay. But I would say if you do bet sports like college baseball, English soccer, things like that, it's honestly not as important. I wouldn't worry about it as much for the same reasons I just said. I honestly, if there's some weird Albanian soccer game and I think I have a real good bet and a real good edge on it and it moves against me, I really don't care that much. However, if I like the Dallas Cowboys at minus six, and it moves down and they close minus five, I don't feel good at all, right? So it's a different feeling about what the market tells you. And so in terms of obsessing about it, tracking it, you know, doing all that stuff, I would say everyone should track it. It is important. It's a good indication of how successful your bets are and how good your bets are and how, how successful you'll be long-term, okay? So I think everyone should track it and everyone should keep track. But if you bet smaller sports, don't worry about it. Don't obsess that much over it. Worry more about your approach and what you're doing to, to, to refine your math and, and your you know, predictions. And I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to underdo it and say, don't worry about it that much because it is very important. It is probably the best tool we have today to, to define or grade sports betters. I do believe that. So it's very important. But, you know, for example, let me give an example. This uh, t tomorrow in college baseball, I'm recording this. Obviously, today is the 8th and uh, college baseball returns on the 10th. So actually not tomorrow, but uh, Friday. Okay, They've opened up some lines in college baseball for Friday. And Texas has opened up against ECU minus 160. Okay, so Texas minus 160, ECU plus 125. ECU is uh, East Carolina. Look, I, uh, I would say that I would bet that about 75% of the time, it's going to move towards Texas. Why is that? 
because the game is at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on a Friday. There's going to be a lot of squares who just want action. Uh, A lot of those squares with baseball, college baseball being a sport without a lot of information available, a lot of those squares are going to say, huh, Texas, a team I know, big name in the Big 12, and East Carolina, who are they? Where? I mean, whoa, whoa, what's their mascot? Who? Do they, right? So I think a lot of people just naturally, they're just going to start putting Texas in a bunch of parlays. So let's put Texas minus 160 with this, this. So Texas is going to have a whole bunch of parlay risk. And I think only the the professional bettors, the people who really handicap baseball, may be leaning towards East Carolina. Now, maybe the amount of money the pros are betting will even this thing out. But I'm guessing this either moves towards Texas or it stays right where it is right now. Okay, so that's my point with this, is I can tell you right now the reasons it'll move, why it'll move, even when it'll it'll move, but I'm betting on ECU. I like ECU in that game, and I think plus 125, I may hold out for a better price. You see what I'm saying here? So if the market moves against me, and I get ECU, you know, at, uh, let's say I bet them right now at plus 125, and it moves to plus 135, you know, and Texas gets more expensive, I'm not going to beat myself up. I anticipated that happening, which actually... If you can anticipate like I am for this, we wait to bet. Okay, you don't always have to bet early unless you think you're going to beat the closing line. And I know that's getting a little bit in the weeds, but that's why betting early is so important in, in like the NFL because you, you got to bet early to, to, to beat the line moves. However, if you like the underdog or you think you can, can wait until the line moves in your favor, that's also a strategy. So closing line value isn't always a, you know, just about betting early and beating the line. Sometimes it's about waiting and getting the best price. If you think your lines get, if you think your team is going to get more, uh, a little, a little cheaper. So that's just one example, the Texas ECU game on Friday that I wanted to kind of throw out there. I like using examples like that because some of you may have been saying, what do you mean it doesn't matter if, if, if you don't beat the line move? You just got t- done telling us how important closing line value is. Why wouldn't you care about that? But I do care about it. We just, we, we strategize. We try and use it to our favor if we think it's going to move that direction. So in general, closing line value is very, very important. It's the best current way we have to track, are my bets good? But don't kill yourself about it. Don't beat yourself up over it. It's important. But if you're just getting going, if you're, if you're, I mean, I'll put it this way. I didn't really start looking at, at closing line value really, really closely until like a year or two ago. And I've been doing this now for almost six years. I worried about me to get going with. And that can be tricky because if you beat closing line value, that is a good indicator of, of what you're doing working, but you need a lot of data. Okay, I would say you need a whole season plus of closing line value to see if it's working in the first place. So I worked on educating myself. I wasn't a fantastic student, right? I, I, I learned a lot of this stuff like when I had to in my late 20s, early 30s. So I worried about myself, educating myself, learning how to do what I needed to do, learning math, acquiring the skills I needed to then be able to tackle this stuff. You don't want to get get to the point where you're either beating the line, not beating the line and say, okay, well now what? I wanted to have all those skills before I got to that point. So I was a successful better for a couple of years. I didn't even worry about closing line value, but it's not something to just completely ignore. Once you get going in this more and more, it is important. So, all right, hopefully uh, you learned a little something about closing line value. CLV on uh, yesterday and today's shows. If you do have any questions, I'm open. I love hearing from everyone. Uh, give me a follow on Twitter, at Tyler Walge. That's Tyler, W-A-L-J-E. That's just my personal account. Or you can follow the show. We are at SBD underscore P-O-D. 
That's SBD underscore POD. Give us a follow on Twitter. Feel free to DM me. Feel free to ask me any questions, anything that you may not have understood about today's show or anything like that. I love hearing from you guys. So, all right, good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily. Sports Betting Daily.